Yvonne Shelton for some cherished moments and the warmth of God's love. That's Thanksgiving Day at 8 a.m., 8 p.m., and 11 p.m. Central Time. We are especially thankful for your faithful prayers and support of this ministry. Because of you, millions of viewers and listeners are hearing about the love of Jesus every day through watching and listening to 3ABN. So if the Holy Spirit impresses, you can send your tax-deductible gift to 3ABN, Post Office Box 220, West Frankfort, Illinois, 62896, or call us at 618-627-4651. Thank you for being our family, and have a happy Thanksgiving Day. Hello and welcome to today's program. We're really glad again that you have joined us because we have someone today who is speaking to us through Skype. And we actually enjoy these Skype interviews, don't we? We certainly do. Because we get to speak, speak to people from all around the world. And so it gets exciting for us and I hope so for you as well who watch this program. Today we have a special guest who is all the way from the USA, and her name is Yvonne Shelton. Welcome, Yvonne. Thank you so much, Rosemary and John. What a blessing it is for me to be with you today. It's really good to have you with us because um, you've been at 3ABN for many, many years now, but I don't know about others in Australia, but I don't know very much about your history. I know that you're a singer, you, you were known in, in different circles of music in the US, but we don't really know your upbringing, your background and what you have done in your life. You've done naturopathy, you're a doctor of naturopathy, but we don't know much else than that prior to your 3ABN days. So. Well, I'm looking forward to finding it out. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you as well. The Lord has been really good. I've had some pretty interesting experiences, and so I'm looking forward to just sharing that with you and your audience. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. You know, folks, Yvonne has chosen a text from Isaiah chapter 43 and verses 1 to 3, and um, I'd suggest you listen carefully to them and then... Uh, We'll hear what Yvonne has to say about him. And I'm starting at verse 1. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by the name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Saviour. I have, I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Beautiful verses you've chosen there, Yvonne. And they're really meaningful, aren't they? They really are. You know, to me, it, it starts out with, fear not, for I've redeemed you. I've called you by your name, you're mine. So the first thing is, don't be afraid. With everything that's going on around you, 
You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to worry. For I, God, I have redeemed you. I've called you by your name. That means he knows me. He knows you. He knows us intimately. Hmm. There's something so intimate about being called by your name. We're not just a number. You know, there are people who are incarcerated that never hear their names. They just hear a number. Hmm. And we're not a number to God. We are John, Rosemary, Yvonne. We are his children, and he calls us by name. And then he says, you are mine. Hmm. We belong to him. He belongs to us. We are in relationship with him. So fear not, for I've redeemed you. I've called you by name. You're mine. Hmm. Now, this next thing is so amazing to me, too, because he's letting us know that whatever level of trial that besets us, Mm -hmm. he's got us. So he says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. In the King James, it says, and neither will the flame kindle upon you. And the uh, New King James says, you won't be scorched. Mm. And it says, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So when you pass through the waters, when you just have day-to-day issues, he's there. When you go through the rivers, you have some trials, you have some things that are happening in your life that are just kind of pulling you away and pulling you down, he's there. And then when you pass through the fire, the greatest trials, the worst things that you've ever endured, he's saying, I'm there with you. Hmm. I've got you at whatever level of trial you have. I'm there with you. And so to me, these are some of my favorite verses because there's an intimacy here. Excuse me. There's an intimacy here. There is this, this idea of a deep relationship with him and the fact that he is the omnipotent God. He is our God. Mm -hmm. He is the one that takes care of us. Y'all going to get me preaching up in here. I like it. I like it. I I just love your explanation of verse two about the different levels of trial, of difficulty. I had never noticed that before, but you're right. There's the waters, there's the river, there's the fire. And each one is is a different level. That was really good. Thank mm. you. Well, praise I the Lord. I appreciate it. I um, I had to speak at a, a church one Sabbath, and I used this text, and the Lord just laid on my heart about the levels of trials that we have, mm. and that He's with us, no matter what the level. If there's no level that's too great for Him. He's the omnipotent God. And when, you know, so often we worry about what am I going to do or what's going to happen or what we have as our father, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God. Mm. So why would I not trust in him? Why would I trust myself? Why would I lean to my own understanding when I can trust him. And sometimes we have to be reminded that we're not here alone, that we have 
our God that we can lean on. And he invites us to do that. So I just think that these verses here are some of my favorites because they just indicate how good God is to us. And no matter what we go through, he's there. That's right. I you, think they're very precious. You know, Yvonne, I'm thinking about what's happening in the world and there may be some viewers out there who are looking. Mm. These, are, these texts are very encouraging. No matter what happens in the world, we have a God who knows exactly what's going on and we can turn to him. That's the, that's the joy that we have. We can turn to him at any time. That's right. Now, Yvonne, that's right. I'm, I'm just going to explain something about your name for people in Australia because this is something I found out when we were at 3ABN, I might have been last time or the time before, it's been 2019 now, so it's a while ago. But this is what I found out. We in Australia say Yvonne. We emphasize the E and the Von is the lesser part of the name. But in the US, a lot of people say Yvonne. The E is the lower part and the Von is the emphasis. So. <laughs> There's two different ways of saying the name, Yvonne and Yvonne. And so today, um, we will be saying Yvonne, because that's the way we say it in Australia. Mm. So, and you are fine, fine with either, so that's good. But I'm fine, is, I'm fine. Whatever, whatever you're more comfortable with. I'm used to Yvonne, but if, if it's more comfortable for you to say Yvonne, that's fine. As long as you don't say Yvonne. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> I can't do the Yvonne. No, <laughs> I get called all sorts of things and I always say, because I heard it once before, you can call me anything you want, just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> so I think that's a fair enough little, little quote that I use <laughs> from someone, I can't remember even who it was. We want to start from the very beginning. And a song said it's a very good place to start. Tell us about your background, about your family, who they were, your situation. Okay, so I grew up as a third generation Seventh-day Adventist. On my father's side, my dad, um, my paternal grandfather was an Adventist pastor mm. in the Virgin Islands. And he died when my father was three, so I never got to meet him, but I'm told that he spoke seven languages and was just a, a brilliant man and, um, and a great speaker. And then his wife, my, on, this is my grandmother on my father's side, was a devout Christian woman. She, she, after my grandfather died, she moved back to Florida and she, um, ran a home for girls, for wayward girls in Florida, and she would take them to church. And she just, the Lord used her to change their lives. So that was on my father's side. And then on my mother's side, my um, maternal grandmother was a Bible instructor slash missionary slash professional singer. She sang, she was a coloratura soprano, and mm. she would sing at different concerts and things like that. And she would form choirs wherever she went. So she would, um, she was the Bible instructor with Elder Cleveland and mm. different, different evangelists who would go into other countries. My grandmother would go and um, she was an amazing woman of God. And I grew up around 
more around my maternal grandmother than my paternal grandmother, because my father's mother lived in Florida, and my mother's mother lived with us in in the state. So um, we lived in the same uh, apartment complex growing up. So I had um, a little sister, mother and father, and we all lived in this complex, grandmothers, uncles, aunts, cousins. It was wonderful growing up. And then um, when I was 10, my dad went back to school and went to Oakwood to uh, study theology. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we moved from there uh, to Pennsylvania and then back to New York. So I moved quite a bit growing up. But one of the pivotal things that happened was when I was 19, my mother was very ill, and I remember she called me to her bedside, and she was going to have to go back to the hospital. She had a disease called sarcoidosis, and um, it's an inflammatory kind of disease, and with her, it attacked her lungs, so she had um, an oxygen tank. and. And she was really, really sick. And so she called me to her, her bedside, and my, my little sister was there. My little sister was nine, I was 19. And she said to me, she said, I'm going back into the hospital and I won't be coming back home. Mm -hmm. And I want you to promise me that you will take care of your sister and that you will meet me in the kingdom one day. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I said, okay, but I just really didn't think she was going to die. Like, you don't think that your own parents are going to die. But surely, sure enough, she went into the hospital, and on December 6th, she passed away. And um, I had been a student at Oakwood College at the time and um, came back home <clears throat> to be with my sister and my father and stayed home from then on. So I, I didn't graduate from Oakwood. I was graduated from Hofstra University. And then I went to Adelphi University and got a master's in social work. So, so what I, did you study, first of all? A psychology. All right. So I was a, I was a psychology major, a sociology minor hmm. uh, in, in college. And then graduate school social work and with a dual concentration of casework and group work. So I would do group therapy or individual therapy. And I got licensed to practice. And then right after that, I went into the music business. <laughs> Yvonne, I just want to I back up. I went into up. the music business. Yvonne, I just want to back up a bit. You know, you said you had a great life with the extended family all around you. In your schooling years, primary school, growing up through that time, you know, did you go first of all to, to the state schools or did you go to a church school? And if so, did you, did you find your relationship with Jesus in those 